Hey everyone, it's Jocelyn. I just wanted to put a note at the start of this Slaying Demons episode because there is a topic that we cover as part of a listener-submitted story that was very difficult for me personally and is also a very difficult topic for the listener to write in about. So although we always have a trigger warning at the start of every episode, I just wanted to make sure that people were aware that we cover some very difficult subjects in this episode. But I also wanted to let you guys know that I included some after-show silliness to uh, lighten the mood a little bit, Um, and you can find that at the end of the episode. So without further ado, here is episode four of Slaying Demons. Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I am your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, are my wonderful co-hosts, Jules and Nevermore. Hello, ladies. Hello. How are you doing tonight? (laughs) Doing well. uh, It is like full-on like transition into fall here in Minnesota. Isn't Um, it wonderful? It's gorgeous. Like, the weather is amazing. Nevermore's like, it's 90 degrees. I can go outside. It is still 90 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not 150. That's true. (laughs) I am am jealous, though, of your cooler weather. I wish we had that more often here. I know. I I don't know if I could do just constant hot all the time. But I don't like the the super cold. So, But when we get to the point where it gets super cold and I start whining, then you'll be like, hey, hey. It's 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I, I love the seasons. That's the biggest reason why I know I could never really and truly enjoy myself living somewhere. Well, it was part of the reason I didn't like Halifax that much because just the weather's so moderated because it's right on the ocean. But like somewhere like Florida, California, like I need I need my seasons. I need change. Yeah. Definitely. So one of the things, speaking of change, that we're going to do this week that's a little bit different than every other week is we've decided to uh, change the format of the show just slightly. So what we're going to do is we are going to do three episodes a month that are going to be very similar to the ones that you've heard so far. And then we're going to do one episode a month that's going to be kind of like a summary, kind of a recap. We're going to talk about our progress and, and how we've been dealing with the things that we've shared with you on the previous three episodes and we figured that that probably wasn't going to be as beefy of an episode as uh, as our other format. So what we're going to do is once a month, we are going to pick one listener 
uh, email or Discord conversation, and uh, we're going to bring it to you guys in the show, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit more depth because uh, our previous listener questions are dealt with at the end of the show. They're they're, they're usually um, not necessarily lighter, but they're definitely shorter than uh, when we're sharing our own personal stories. So we thought that we'd share one kind of longer. Uh, this one in particular this week is a uh, very uh, serious conversation. I'm hoping we do it justice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to get into that a little bit later on, but, uh, first we're going to do a recap of how we've been doing with our demons. So in the first week we shared with you, um, I had my healthy living problems and struggle with weight. Uh, we had Jules who was, uh, talking about feeling comfortable in her new life basically, and, uh, nevermore with, uh, stress and OCD. So, uh, I get nevermore. Do you want to, do you want to give us an update first of all on your demon number one? <laughs> For my demon number one of just stress and OCD stuff, it was mainly things that were happening at work. Uh, A lot of that will always be the same just as far as how my job goes. Um, But it's been better since I've gotten control over the position that I'm taking over and the chaos of the paperwork that existed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been a ton better and noticeably different. And I actually tweeted out, I got a compliment from my boss, which does not happen (laughs) ever. He's not observant. He's very focused on getting job stuff done. And he just, that stuff doesn't matter to him. Um, So the fact that he noticed it and gave me a compliment was huge. So That's that's been way better for me. Sorry, I was not did not mute my mic there for a second. Sorry about that. I was totally listening. Nevermore. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man, that makes me look so terrible. I was just going to tell chat room. I've been I've been tweaking the uh, sound settings and stuff on my computer. So if someone in chat room wants to let me know how that sounds, that would be wonderful. <laughs> it was like legit podcast stuff, guys. I promise. I, I wasn't just spaced out for no reason. Jocelyn's just like screwed everywhere. I don't give a crap about what's happening in her life. <laughs> That is not what I would do. <laughs> Watch next week. Nevermore's Demon's going to be like, dealing with people who don't listen when you talk. <laughs> I'm going to type that in the document right now. <laughs> I have a friend. Her name is Mosselin. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so glad that your boss noticed you, Nevermore. Because <laughs> your co-host clearly doesn't. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I love you. I love you. <laughs> so Jules, what about you? Are you are you feeling a little bit more comfortable now that you've had a few more weeks kind of living your new life? Absolutely. You know, what what's been I think one of the things that was struggling I was struggling with is, you know, just seeing my own name in a different format again. Um, in a format that I hadn't seen it in since I was twenty five. Hmm. And um it's gotten a lot more comfortable and it, and it just took time. And the other great thing was that I was able to get a couple of pieces of furniture to make my new place feel like mine again. Mm. You know, it was more comfortable and, and, um, I have a really cool, like super soft rug. That's totally me. And then I got for like a really cheap price, which was even better. And then, um, I got rid of the overstuffed furniture that I had to take with me because it was mine from, when I lived someplace else and it was, it didn't fit. It was outdated. It was, you know, huge in the space, donated it to charity. And then I bought, um, like a chair and a half and, uh, storage ottoman 
and it fits perfectly. And it makes me feel so like that feng shui thing. Like you <laughs> feel so much more centered when your yeah. stuff feels in place. I, we're going to get to this as uh, demon number three, but I can a hundred percent relate to what you're talking about, about feng yeah. shui and, and things being in their place. But, um, my demon from week one was, was healthy living. And I've got to say, I've been trying, but I am so struggling. Oh my God. <laughs> like just, I, I've, I have not made nearly as many, um, I guess, positive, at least I've made some positive changes, but I've not been consistent whatsoever. Like, I mean, we, uh, we ate with our roommates last night. They're vegetarian. Um, my roommate Leanne, she's a wonderful cook. And so we just, we had tabbouleh and it was all this like awesome, like vegetables and like just so much goodness. And then like tonight I had angry chicken running into this show and I just made like a skillet dinner out of the freezer and, you know, like it just... I've been really – and and that was the first thing I would had to eat today, which is another one of my really big problems. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm still really struggling with the healthy living thing. But I know on our healthy living show, uh, which was episode number one, we did actually talk a little bit about um, using things outside of ourselves to help, including uh, we had a Fitbit conversation. But I think since then I've decided to go with the Apple Watch, and I think Jules has as well. Um, I yeah. haven't actually picked mine up yet because we were waiting for the Apple Watch uh, for the announcement, which happened, uh, I guess, a week and a half ago. So, um, yeah. Stock on the Apple Watch has been challenging, but uh, I'm yeah, that is that is still the plan, and I need to get on that sooner rather than later. <laughs> it looks like there's about a two to three week lag time for getting it too. So yeah. when you decide to get it, then that's just a thing to notice. Um, yeah, and so we've talked about it, and I think that um, the plan is in place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a matter of now getting to the point where it's actually available to get. Well, yeah, and that and that's kind of the thing. Like, I feel like at least at least I've made plans. At least I've recognized the parts of my life that are maybe not as healthy as they need to be. Um, and there's a couple of different factors there. I mean, sleep is a factor, eating is a factor, exercise is a factor. There, there's a lot of things that I need to change, and so that's always really, really hard because you know it's one thing to say like, okay, I exercise and I sleep well, but you know I eat like shit. But when you have all three of those things, like those are huge, huge, huge parts of your life. That's pretty much your whole life is <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you eating? And when are you sleeping? That's that's your life. So, yeah. you know, when you have to make major changes in all three of those areas, I think um, I'm struggling almost with like where to begin because it's like you need to make really big changes. But at the same time, it's like. I can't make big changes because I know that that's just a way to set myself up for failure. Because if I try to change all three at once, then that's not going to do any good. I'm just going to fail. And if I try to just change, you know, one thing, I'm probably not going to see the results that I want quickly enough. And then I'm going to be like, well, this isn't working. And then I'm just going to give up. So I'm struggling a little bit with like how to start and where to find that balance. So uh, if anyone is listening to the sound of my voice, and if you have any ideas, I would really love to hear them because I know uh, I'm, I'm struggling with the, um, just the sheer amount of changes that I need to make in my life. You know, and I read something yesterday that I think would help you is, and I, it helped me, is uh, I read this post on Reddit that was from a guy who was very, um, he had gone from being this very uh, slim, underweight Asian guy 
to like ripped, like crazy muscles and, you know, but dealt with depression and all of these other things on top of all the things he did. And he said in his post, change one thing at a time. Don't try to do it all. Make one change and just, and be okay with that one change as, you know, building into a routine. So if it's, you know, walking 15 minutes a day or every three days or whatever it is, but, but be okay with that. Don't give yourself undue pressure because I didn't eat better today. And I didn't, you know, make that one change as a focus rather than all of them. And I thought about that and I was like, you know, that actually makes sense. Cause like part of what I've been doing is I've been trying to make sure that I go for a power walk at least three times a week out outside or somewhere else. And now I find that it's becoming a habit on, on Saturday, it was kind of iffy outside. So I said, well, I want to go over to mall of America, which is about 20 minutes away from me. And that's like prime, like crazy amounts of walking space. And I walked 10,000 steps that day. Nice. And yeah, so, but it's now becoming more of a habit because I know I'm still eating like shit. I know that I, I know that I'm not doing Embrace all the things the that cheese. I could be. Right? That's my exactly. thing. Exactly. Embrace the cheese. But I know that those things will come and I don't have to make all of the changes immediately. And it just felt a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I need to decide what the best step is and what will give me the best results. And to be honest, it's probably my sleep schedule. I think if I could get that back on track, then that would probably kind of reset my appetite and, you know, get me back onto a better schedule. Because right now, my like, I'm, I'm not having as many problems falling asleep, as I mentioned, that I had. Uh, actually, and this is a really good um, leading into demon number two, um, disaster thinking from episode two. I'm, I'm, I have a little bit of a better handle on that. I'm still struggling to have conversations with the people I need to have conversations with um, because I'm afraid of the worst case scenario. So yeah. I feel like I'm I'm still doing it, but now I'm I'm aware and I have a name for it, so I can take control of it a little bit more. So my falling asleep is not quite so bad. I'm just on a really bad cycle now, where I'm not even tired. Like I went to bed at 6 a.m. yesterday because I just wasn't tired. So mm -hmm. I was like, but then I sleep until noon. <laughs> and then, so like, I'm just, I'm, I just have this really terrible, like I'm, I'm awake for a really long time. I'm awake for like 18 hours, but when I'm getting my six hours sleep should be like midnight till 6am, not 6am till noon. <laughs> Cause it's affecting your ability to work too. Well, yeah. Well, it, that's it going to offset yeah. your, your body's like eating Metabolism. timer too. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't eat breakfast and that's just, I just wake up and I'm not hungry, but on some days I try to like grab a banana on purpose just so that I do have something other than coffee, but your sleep schedule will completely affect that. And then that throws off the whole rest of your day too. Cause your brain's like, Oh, well I haven't eaten yet, but it's past this time. And it's just, I think your train's going on totally different roller coaster tracks. Your train is on the roller coaster. Track. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very true because I know um, we were actually talking about it in the Jaws Plays Discord. That is discord.gg slash Jaws Plays if you guys are interested in getting in on the Slaying Demons conversation. But uh, we were actually talking about in the Fit for BlizzCon text channel, uh, just talking about different um, the kind of habits that we're in and ways to lose weight and stuff like that. And I was saying it, it's counting calories I don't think is ever going to work for me because 
it's not necessarily a calories problem. It's not that I am taking in too many. It's that I'm taking them in at four o'clock in the morning when my body thinks that I should be sleeping. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's a really big problem because my eating habits don't match up with my metabolism. And then on top of that, I'm like constantly in starvation mode because like I'm not eating until five or six o'clock at night in some cases. And then I just get hungry all through the night, which is really, really bad. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah, it's, you've really reset things. Yeah, I've I've got things totally flipped around, which like never more mentioned is just not the way your body's supposed to work. So um, my body's constantly holding on to every last little thing that I eat as opposed to, you know, having a regular metabolism. So um, but yeah, the the whole disaster thinking from week two, I'm I am getting better at it. I just need to uh, get better at being more assertive, I think. Um, like, I mean, we had a, a conversation off air before um, before we started the show, and there's just, there's people in my life that I, I have to deal with, and I'm holding back from having conversations that I need to have because I just, I think I know how they're going to go, <laughs> and I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> so, I yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, kind of my update there. I'm doing better than I was, but still struggling with disaster thinking for sure. Yeah. It's awareness though. You have an awareness of it. You, 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 like you said, you put a name to it, which is tremendous. And it's actually when you see that you're doing it, you can stop yourself and say, Oh, I am disaster thinking right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I've been able to, to kind of pull back because before, and I think I did it quite a lot actually on episode three where, you know, I was calling myself a crazy person and I did it for a few days post episode two. Um, and I think that that's what I was always doing is just saying, oh my God, you're crazy. Stop it. And that doesn't really work because it's too broad. But if I can say, okay, you are disaster thinking right now. Stop thinking about the worst case scenario. It allows me to have more control over it and kind of pull back a little bit than to just be like, you're crazy. Cause then everyone's a little bit crazy. <laughs> like that doesn't help. Yes. We all have our own brand of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and the thing I just wanted to, to tangent just a slight bit to this, because I think that with us being able to speak these things out loud, we're helping ourselves, but we're also hearing how many people we're helping on the other side too. Cause you guys are telling us mm-hmm. like the feedback that we're getting about this show is just powerful. And special and you know and daily we are and daily (laughs) there's a lot of people that are are listening and are struggling with the same things that we are so it's been so fulfilling (laughs) yeah and Kumo even said I'm glad that we haven't gone to the I have this friend type statements we're actually like legitimately saying I really had a hard time with this I struggled with this and it's really kind of embarrassing but this is how I'm trying to deal with it or how I'm trying to fix it or asking for help. You know, we're talking it out versus keeping it in. So it's, we're helping each other ourselves and listeners, which to us means a lot. So absolutely. Yeah. So I just, I just wanted to acknowledge that too, because I think, you know, I've seen the changes in Jocelyn. I've seen the changes in Nevermore. I've seen them in myself and it's very powerful to, you know, a lot of people call us create courageous and I, I just think about it as, you know, more of, we just want to just fix our shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get shirts that say that? Like, that's I our slogan. Fix my shit. <laughs> sure. I love with that. Like, with say, like I a just unicorn, a unicorn yeah. pooping on it or something. It would be great. 
and then just like slaying demons on the back. I love it. I love it. I would wear that in a heartbeat. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Jules, in, in week number two, you came to us with um, a, a really serious story and something you were you were struggling with a lot for a few days before the episode. You were talking about um, forgiving someone who had come back into your life after hurting you quite severely and quite publicly. So do you yeah. want to do you want to tell us a little bit about how that's going? Yeah. You know, I licked I licked at those wounds for a while because it was not easy. Yeah. Um, but honestly, after, you know, I mean, it was it was therapeutic to be able to talk about that story in public, even though it wasn't naming any names because it allowed it to get it got out like I got it out of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then and it didn't stay which was wonderful. Like I've let it go and it feels really good to say, I, you I'm know, sorry, I can't hear let it go now without that song starting to play in my head. It's so ridiculous. I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm not belittling nope. you and your feelings at all. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at my stupid head and it's, <laughs> Disney has just brainwashed me. So I'm sorry. It's okay. It's brainwashed us all. And, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I've let it go. <laughs> and uh, and it's and it's a great, it's a catharsis. It's so good to be able to just like let let that be in the past. Now, I don't really think about the situation anymore. It's just like, yeah, it's done. It's over. We've said our pieces, and and now it's been acknowledged and and shelved. Some closure, yeah, yeah. There is definitely closure. Um, it gave me a good perspective on, on forgiveness. You know, I, and and part of that episode, I talked about how I struggle with forgiveness sometimes about being wronged and, you know, but I have to understand that, you know, we're all going to fuck up. (laughs) It's just part of life. We're all going to fuck up on things and we're going to do stuff we didn't expect that we were going to do. Um, but for the people that have intentional will to hurt, that's the hardest part. And, um, I'm a very sensitive person. It's difficult for me to, to, to acknowledge those things. So, um, it, you know, I've grown as a person so much in the past, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it's like 10, non- 10 months that's happened. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, it's been, it's been a really good thing. That's good. I'm glad to hear that you are able to move on from where you were. Cause I know that yeah. was, that was, Quite a negative hurt place, as as it should be. You had every right to be, but uh, but yeah, that was a that was an unfortunate place for you to be mentally, and made me yeah. sad to see you sad. So I'm glad that you're able to move on yourself, anyways, even if you haven't totally forgiven. <laughs> well, and not you know, necessarily like at an awkward time, but the timing was. I don't know what word to use, but I mean, you were celebrating episode 200 of TTT. Like you were, you know, having a good time. And I think, so you were, it was just, the timing was not correct for you. And I think it kind of rained on your parade a tiny bit. And I'm glad that it resolved itself now to the Mm -hmm. point where you're moved past it and, you know, going, going farther. Yeah, me too. So, Nevermore, you talked a little bit on episode two about your anxiety, and so I know we share a lot of <laughs> the same thing. This was our, this was our, oh my god, we're the same person episode. Um, <laughs> but I know, uh, so I haven't done too, too much anxiety-wise, but I know that it's a big, big part of you, and you actually have to do things like leave the house every day. I get to just stay here, and I don't have to do things. 
Um, so have you, have you, you know, tried anything that we talked about or are you, um, still feeling the way you were feeling? Um, not so much in the workplace, like I said, uh, but I still have the little environmental kind of triggers. Uh, for example, we went to lunch after my niece's soccer game on Saturday and just like for family and everything. And at the end we were dividing up the check and my sister was going to pay for my grandma or whatever. And I was going to pay for my mom, you know, cause they take us places all the time. So Ben always does math for me because I I'm just not good at it. He's quick. Math he can just hard. be like, Oh, <laughs> you know, I want to make sure that they get a decent amount, you know, on the tip. But when I was asking him it, I don't know what the misunderstanding was. I think I did it quietly and he didn't necessarily hear me. And then he didn't see the total of it. But then my sister started also trying to offer help. But at the same time as they're like talking louder and asking me more about it, like the server's kind of wandering around and I don't want him to think that I'm going to stiff him. Cause in my <laughs> mind, if he hears me, I only want to leave a dollar and change or something. You know what I mean? So like, I was like panicking so then I started getting mouthy with him to be like, hey, like, you know, you're not do listening math, to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yes. just tell me the number. So then I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And if it's wrong, blah, 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 whatever. So then we went outside and, you know, we said our sorries or I said my sorry to him because it was my fault. But, um, you know, he understands. But I always want to make sure that I'm aware of myself and my actions, but that he understands where I'm coming from. And yeah. that's helped resolve so much stuff so much faster. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's from some of the things that you were talking about the other week. That's a really fast turnaround time. I know a yeah. lot of the times like it would I would have something happen or you'd have something happen. And then it would like it'd be hours of recovery before you'd finally like come back tail between the legs. Like, OK, I guess I overreacted. I'm sorry. That was my anxiety. And this is what was going on in my head. But, you know, there was that really long recovery time and I know for me when I do things like that I have to be like totally by myself like totally quiet and not do anything else and not talk to anybody else and I just like hmm. like that's exactly how I used to be like I needed to be like in a dark space to kind of work through it myself and now like with his help too I'm able to kind of stop it and we noticed like I mean even with him too like we would have triggers of like we're too hot or we're hungry or things like that where like bickering would start or whatever yeah but um, for on my end, I realize like it's things like that. So we talked about it and it was the tip and all that stuff. So just the tip. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. you have to say finger guns. We've been over this. <laughs> finger guns. <laughs> so yeah, we, it was resolved very quickly. I felt bad. Um, it was just, I wanted to make sure that the server got paid what they should get paid, which is at least 15 or more. Cause you know, they're working for their money, but I, I was just stressed out thinking that they were assuming it's the whole like the cops watching me thing. I'm like, oh, my God, I, they're not going to be serving me any more food or anything. But still, like, I don't want them to think I'm a horrible person. Yeah. So. Yeah, the cops like, totally think you're a terrible person. <laughs> right. They're going to come get me for not for not leaving a tip that yeah. actually happens. <laughs> well, speaking about being stressed out, Jules, on episode number three, you talked a little bit about dealing with stress and attempting meditation. So how how is that going for you? Because. I think of the three of us, I'm probably the most skeptical. So yeah, <laughs> again, yeah, but so it's my disaster thinking. It's my, it's my crazy runaway brain that makes meditation pretty much impossible for me. But 
Yes. I, I, I was actually getting, like I said in the episode, I was getting angry at myself and mm-hmm. frustrated to the point where I was being petulant and not wanting to try. And I, um, I've been struggling with bad sleep, um, issues, um, probably since last November, um, where I will wake up, I will go to sleep and then I will wake up and I can't sleep, um, for hours. It comes home sometimes an hour, sometimes it's three hours. It just, you just, I can't sleep. And so I, yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, I was, um, I was, I've been really busy right now because we're in crunch time for BlizzCon. It's really, really busy. And I got this new furniture, I got this new rug and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get, there's an app out there called Insight Timer. And people had told me about it and said, there's a ton of guided meditations out there. And so I found a 10 minute guided meditation. I laid down on the new rug, which is super squishy and awesome and soft, (laughs) put my headphones in and I listened and I did it. I made it through the 10 minutes and uh, you know, my brain was kind of doing the little and I'm like, okay, don't, okay, don't. And (laughs) I found myself. Yeah. It's like, stop, just don't. And I actually felt so much better after I was done. It was like, I felt calmer. I felt more centered. I felt like I could just, you know, have more tolerance for things and not just get anxious. And I, so I tried it again last night with a sleep one and I actually fell asleep before the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. That's That's great. And I don't working as intended, right? (laughs) I don't have problems falling asleep. That's my, that's not my problem. And I did wake up in the middle of the night, was awake for about two hours, but I did it. Like I woke up actually, like I woke up, you know, probably 10 minutes after it ended and went, Oh crap. Like it's uh, yeah. like, (laughs) I don't remember the ending. (laughs) So, um, but I did it and I'm like really glad that I did. And now I want to try more to at least, cause the feeling that I had at that 10 minute one was really good. Like I want to do more of that. <laughs> so when you oh. actually, so you said you, you listened to it when you were falling asleep. Yeah. Like I was in bed cause there's, there's very specific types of meditation that they have and they very, I mean, it's like, there's hundreds of them that you can search. They're all free and there's ratings on every single one of them that says this is good or this isn't as good or the audio quality isn't as good on this one. And, um, so I did one where it was just 10 minutes long and, um, uh, a spiritualist that I had spoken to friend of a friend had said, get one that is an, like that talks about angels, just get one that talks about angels. I'm like, okay, fine, well, I'll try it. You know, like <laughs> I'll just try anything if you want me to do this. And it was in the, the guided meditation basically just kind of takes you, uh, tells you that you're coming up to, um, above the clouds and then you're sitting in this beautiful meadow and then you're surrounded by love and it's this, you know, very calming, very, um, you know, beautiful thing. And then I got, you know, I got done and I'm like, I feel good. (laughs) So, um, whether or not you believe in spiritualism or not, these, there's so many different ones. There's problems for sleep, stress, anxiety, and like some of them are 45 minutes. Some of them are like 30 minutes. Some are an, and some of them are like two hours. It really just depends on what you need. Mm-hmm. Well, that was going to be uh, my follow-up question then. So you listened to it at the beginning of the night, but then after you woke up again, did you try doing it to help you fall back to sleep? I thought about it and I was, I, I got stubborn again. I got <laughs> stubborn again and was like, you know what? I'm going to do this on my own. And it didn't work out. Mm. It, you know, I was awake for about two and a half to three hours last you know, night. Just, And it's just the spinny brain thing. It's just awful. Like spinny, spinny, spinny. 
cannot get rid of the thoughts in my brain. I'm trying to work all of this stuff out in my head and it doesn't, it doesn't work. And so I should have, and if it happens again tonight, I'm going to commit to myself that because I, after we get done with this, I have another meeting that I have to do for uh, stuff. And so I'm probably not going to get done working until like 11 o'clock tonight. And then I, I'm going to need to come back down. Yeah. That's always been my problem with the late night podcasting or late night streaming is I often find it very, very difficult to come back down again. And I think that's how my sleep schedule got so messed up is because, you know, I would, and it's not necessarily like when I podcast, I'm not a different person or anything like that, but it's just like you need um, a certain energy level and a certain amount of focus. And it just takes a lot out of you while hyping you up at the same time, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. it's like you're, you're tired, but you can't make yourself sleep. So you just end up staying up in this kind of uh, middle of the road kind of a place where you're not tired or you're tired enough to sleep, but you can't sleep because your brain's just going pew, 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 pew. So yeah, your brain's real active. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you're in this kind of hyper state after doing these streams and then to try to go to sleep after that takes, usually it takes me about two hours, if not more. And then, so we would do things like ladies night and we would end the stream at 1am and then, you know, I would need an hour or two and I'd sit and watch a couple of episodes of stuff. And then of course, if you're, if you're watching TV, it's a, it's a bad, bad habit. If you're watching TV, then you're getting into like, I mean, I watch X-Files. That's not exactly the most like, <laughs> <laughs> like a no. bring you down mellow kind of a show. So, yeah. uh, you know, then that just makes you, you know, stay up longer and longer and longer. And then eventually, you know, over the course of well, we're looking at almost a year now that I've been doing this full time. So over the course of a year, <laughs> it just pushed my sleep back until the point where I'm going to sleep at 5 or 6 a.m. every night. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's a bad cycle that keeps mm-hmm. going. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, I would be somebody that would say I'm, I was very resistant and but I kept being told you got to try meditation and I, the, 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 the triumph, I mean, I was so happy that I did it and I'm thinking, well, it was only 10 minutes, Jules. No, that's 10 minutes that mm. I did. I did it. <laughs> and then I actually focused on it Yay, and I didn't Jules. allow it to quit. And so I had to stop myself and be like, oh, you just did it for 10 minutes, you noob, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. And so I find myself wanting to carve out more time to do it because the feeling that I got when I was done was worth it. I, I'm afraid that if I try something like this, that like Matt's going to come home from work or something and be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like me- meditating? Like, why? <laughs> like, I'm so afraid that like, he'll have this like, you're a crazy person, negative reaction if he sees me doing something like that. And I know that that's, like, he's like so supportive in everything that I do and try. I'm sure he'd be fine. But like, just one of those things, it's like, there's probably a list of things that I can think of that uh, if he came home and saw me doing them, he'd just be like, why am I dating you? You weirdo. <laughs> and I'm just See, like, but if it results in you being a more centered and calm well, and less anxious, you man, this is yeah. disaster thinking at its best though. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, what do you got to lose? He loves you. So <laughs> he's in. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that brings us to, I guess, Nevermore and I shared the same one last week, uh, which was procrastination. Procrastination, which is a big one. And this one is one that I actually feel like I am making 
serious positive steps towards slaying. I am am so, so happy because uh, basically this past weekend we set aside Saturday because both Matt and I, we just, we hate cleaning. We hate organizing. We're just, we're very... um, well, like we're messy people. We're like we don't really have that big of a problem having stuff all over the place, and you know, like it's just why put the laundry away when I'm just gonna need to wear clothes tomorrow? <laughs> like, so it's it's organized chaos. I think is the best way to put it. And I know Nevermore um, in the first episode actually gave the um, oh shoot, what was it? un unfuck your something? Un- oh, unfuck your yeah. habitat. Unfuck your habitat. That's it. Um, was the was the resource she gave, and I haven't actually done it yet. But what we did do is we set aside an entire day, and we just like cleaned and organized. We we went to Walmart. We got some shelving units. We um, just did a whole bunch of little things that now, like when I walk into our because our my studio and his uh, his computer and our living room is all one big room, so that's a lot of stuff. And that's a lot of living that happens in that space. So I can now walk into it without, like, I didn't kind of realize it until it was clean. But it was like, every time I looked at it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, and it just it made my, it just, I was like, oh, man, it was this whole other level of things that I was worrying about on top of all the actual things I had to do. Because I would look at it and go, like, just in the space of two seconds of scanning the room, walking from the hallway to behind my desk, I go like, oh my God, okay, I have to do the laundry. I should really clean up those dishes from last night. And then there's two boxes of stuff that used to be in my office that I still haven't gone through and those boxes are still on the table. And then I would come around and then I'd be like, oh my God, okay, I haven't done a nail stream in a while. I need to clean up my art space. And then I'd sit down at my desk and that whole like loop was two seconds, but it was just all of these things stacked on top. And then you put the work stress on top of that. So um, yep. just cleaning on Saturday was absolutely phenomenal. It, it has helped my mental state so much. <laughs> just in, And that oh, was great. like literally two and a half days ago. It's just, it's so much better now. And I, I feel better and I feel more organized. And so I, and I've done a couple of other things. I think, did I, I can't remember if I mentioned or not, but I have a calendar now up on my wall. So I've Yay. got like all my big things going on. It's on there on a whiteboard so I can just go and add things and move things around. Um, when we were cleaning, we found my T4, <laughs> which is really funny because I just reached out to my old boss and was like, hey, can you send me my T4? Because <laughs> it may or may not have gotten lost. <laughs> and uh, and so that came in the mail like the same day we found it. So I was like, well, now I have two, but whatever. So you know, awesome. I feel like I, and so previously where like, I think it might've been in the disaster thinking conversation that we had, I would have done something like uh, not said anything. I would have just been like, well, I lost my T4. I don't want anyone to think, poorly of me so I'm not going to say anything and then I just wouldn't get stuff done so Mm -hmm. I felt like even just like talking to my old work and saying I need you to send me this information for my taxes even though my taxes should have been done months ago it was it was just it was good for me it was was something I needed to do and and something I feel very proud that I actually did (laughs) so it's like that leap of faith step which is like it doesn't feel like it's that big once you do it but it looks like it's the grand canyon before you actually Mm -hmm. do it well and the thing was so the the conversation that we had started out with a hey can you send me this thing and then 
them coming back at me saying, oh, yeah, sure, that's no problem. And how are you? And what's going on? I haven't talked to you in like six months. What's, you know, like, and then, you know, it was a, spiraled into a friendly conversation as opposed to a finger wagging of like, why haven't you done that thing yet? <laughs> yeah. Turned out to be a real, really positive experience, too. Mm-hmm. And I should say, because so Tavern's asking now, uh, T4 is like basically the, the piece of paper that the uh, employer gives the employee that says... We call it earned- a W-2. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was going to say, it's like what you've earned, what you paid in taxes, like <laughs> your payroll summary, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's a W-2. Okay. So yeah, that thing. That's the thing that I lost. <laughs> Leave it to Canada to name it something weird. <laughs> <laughs> because W-2 is so normal. It's still a letter and a number. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Oh man. So I think that's a that's a pretty good place. Uh, oh, sorry, nevermore. I didn't I didn't get to you. Uh, do you have any procrastination <laughs> updates? Well, let me oh. just tell you. <laughs> oh my god. I'm having an issue with my friend. <laughs> I'm um. so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, Um, my God. I think Jocelyn can probably agree that procrastination is just always going to be a thing. And I just however you wrangle it, I guess, is, you know, being in control. Um, Anyway, my procrastination is still being worked on because the things that I needed to do this week while I'm on vacation, I took my car in on Saturday before my niece's soccer game. So I haven't had my car, which hinders me leaving the house. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, and being, um, I hurt my back and I don't really know how, and I, we were just talking before the show and it might've been like lead up of stress, giggity. anxiety, frustration, not giggity, <laughs> <laughs> anything that would help. It. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm totally taking you seriously right now. I'm Continue. <laughs> I just couldn't, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. We weren't sure why my back got messed up um, Saturday night after my niece's game. I was fine throughout the whole morning. I didn't, like, lift her or anything really heavy. Um, but we were talking about it before the show, and it might have been stress and build up and anxiety from work and other issues that I was having um, and just holding it all in. So, anyway, I've been dealing with that, and that knocked me out for, like, the last couple of days to the point where Ben's, like, we're buying a new mattress you know, that's going to, and not because of giggity, because it's like, (laughs) it's probably at least 12 something years old. So it needs to be replaced. So that's coming Thursday. So I'll give you an update next week on how well the mattress is working, if you know what I mean. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But um, anyway, so that's all uh, procrastination stuff. And part of that, we were talking about the apps. Mm -hmm. Is my new phone came, guys. It's That's cute. a Nintendo controller. It's my phone. Yay. And the buttons you can push them. But anyway, <laughs> um, I've already downloaded a ton of apps, including Discord, because I missed talking to everybody. My old phone ran out of space. It was just super annoying and not helpful. So I have Discord on here. I actually have a little planning app. Um, I haven't done... I, I tried the one that we were talking about, the Habitica. Yeah. Um, and... If, if we all got it set up where I was, like, actually, like, earning points and armor and all that, I could see myself using it. But, like, if no one else is using it, I don't want to be like, woohoo, I'm level 79 and I have a unicorn that I'm riding or whatever. So <laughs> I haven't fully set so that up. 
you need friends to, to help motivate you. So that's, well, that's that good. one, just because, I mean, it is a lot of like, you have to enter all the things that you're trying to work on and everything. And then you do plus or minus if you've done it. And like, if so, Jocelyn's going to be accountable for her thing and she doesn't do it, then she loses health and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's a good idea, but it's overwhelming at first. So unless I get like really into it, I haven't done that one yet. Well, uh, and that's I the reason it. that I haven't actually gotten into it either is because I feel like I'm not even sure what my to-do list is. So in order to program that into something else, I have to get myself organized and, and figure it out first. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the Habitica app is probably what I think we're going to end up using. So uh, I'll make sure that we, it's, it's up on the show notes. So it's at jossplace.com. The show notes for episode three do include all of the links to all of the stuff that we talk about. But um, I'll make sure to post it in the Discord so that we can uh, we can get it we can get a party started. Well, and until yeah. then, I actually found one that I'm using temporarily, and I might actually continue using it even past then. Um, I don't. It says on here just family, like it's it's for like a mom to like set her all her stuff up or whatever. But I like the layout of it and the look of it, which sounds weird, but. Um, you can set up your people in it. So like I set up Ben and I put boyfriend and I put me and I put girlfriend. You can label it however you want. But um, so then like in my little calendar, like I can put if it's my activity and it puts me next to it or like if it's rain night, it puts both of us next to it. So like I can add in all his days of podcasting, which I always forget. And then on the front page, like it shows me like um, can't really see, but there's like underneath. What? Move it over a little bit. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah, too far. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So there's like the two blue bubbles right there underneath yeah. it. Those are like to-do tasks. And on the very bottom, that's like my grocery list that's popping up to be like, hey, like you have Target and a whole bunch of things listed for it. And like, you know, do you need to go there and all that? But in the background, <laughs> in the Secretly, background. Target made the app. <laughs> you can add pictures that you want, like wallpapers in. And then every day is just different. So I put a whole bunch of like, wow, um like legion places that are really pretty, like as an encouraging, like, Hey, you should also level your character for raid <laughs> yeah. kind of a thing. So if I you just do have these really things, cool. Then you can Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> then I have really cool. And like one of them's the picture of the giant rat mount. Cause I want that. So it's just in there. It's like an incentive that I also need to do that, but it was just kind of cute, the layout of it. And I'm like, okay, I'm actually using this. And then if you guys do the Habitica thing, I can do that for more of my, okay, I took my vitamins today. Plus blah, blah, blah. got armor, got gold, whatever. So what's the so, name of the app that you're using? It just says on here family. So I'm going to have to look to see if it's called something fully else. Was it um, from um, the app store? Yes. Like, or, sorry, is it, or do you have an iPhone? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that's an my new iPhone. Um, but yeah, on the main page, it's just, it says it's family and it's like a polka dot heart. Um, blue with a polka dot heart. I'll look it up and find it and give it to you guys. Uh, but yeah, for now, it was super simple to set up. It, um it's super easy to like see the calendar. Like it had the calendar, the to-do list. Oh, it has a page for um where you can put in recipes. But I was like, well, that's kind of dumb. Like I don't want to type everything out into there at first. But then I was like, wait, I can put a recipe like we like the stuffed peppers the other day. So I did that. And then I just put the link to it in there so I can find it easily. So instead of typing it all out of what I'm supposed to do, I'm just going to keep recipes of stuff we like. So then if I'm at the store... I can be like, oh, well, let me look really quick. And I can see the ones that we've done so far and we liked. And then I can go, okay, what mats do I... I know Jules thinks it's cute that I say mats. <laughs> but then I can just get what I need. And then it's an idea in there already. So it's kind of like a 
bullet journal, but not really, which I need. Like, I can't just do the calendar thing or like the ones that are like from five to six. I do this and six. I can't do that. I just need to know what I have that day and all the other things on my mind I can put into that. So I'm excited about it. Very awesome. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to post that um, probably in Discord because I just looked very very quickly on the App Store and I couldn't find anything when I looked for family. So okay. um, if you want to maybe figure out what that app is, that would be wonderful because I'm sure that we have a lot of listeners who would like to know what you're using to organize your life because I think there's a lot of people specifically that thought, oh yeah, procrastination. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, okay, now with that, Nevermore, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your stories. And I love you and appreciate the heck out of you. I hope you know. <laughs> As Joss tries to dig her way out of the gigantic hole that she's made this episode. Um, we wanted to basically get to our listener feedback for today, which uh, I've taken to calling our demon of the month. And uh, so this one comes to us from Josh on Discord. And uh, so I'm going to share the story, and I think I'm probably going to have to throw it to Jules partway through because um, Josh is very important to me. So yeah, I'm, I'm having trouble even, like, thinking about trying to have to say this stuff. So Do you want me to just take it? Uh, yeah, I, I think it. maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's okay. No problem. Um, this one, um, you know, and just a disclaimer, this is a, a very powerful story. So, you know, just let you guys know. Um, he says many, many people go through life facing the same demons as others, but are too ashamed to ever talk about them. It's very humanizing to hear that others struggle the same as we do. And it helps lighten the shameful feeling many bury themselves with as someone who studies psychology and loves to help others. I know how amazing it is for people to simply talk about the small and large things in life that weigh them down. With that, I wanted to share a demon of my own. I'm terrible at following my own advice as I have been carrying this weight for the better part of a decade and a half now. Perhaps it's time to let it go, or at the very least talk about it. So without further ado, here it is. During my teenage years, I attempted suicide. I was saved by a friend who merely wanted to see how my day was going. I don't want to go into the details of the episode as it matters little. What does matter is how it left me. You become a different person when you're prepared to die. It's difficult to describe, but essentially, you have to die emotionally before you die physically. I had done one without the other, and it left me empty. For many years following, I struggled with depression and masochism, even went through a mental breakdown. Many times, I almost convinced myself to finish what I didn't many years ago, suicide. But I never did. Why? I didn't care enough about myself to bother. I couldn't even put up with the effort to kill myself when I give up on everything and everyone. It sounds ridiculous, but it is how I truly feel. And I decided I would focus everything I am, everything I do, on improving the lives of the people around me. I give money to those in need because I know they will make better use of it than I. I went out and got a psychology degree and studied how to read facial expressions so I could better read and help people in need. I would give everyone in the world, I would give everyone the world if I could, and yet I want nothing in return. The mere gesture of saying thank you feels like it's too much effort to waste on me. This demon, this emptiness I carry with me, however, is not all bad. One of my favorite things to do is doing small positive gestures anonymously so people have faith in humanity either restored or reinforced. I want people to believe that there is goodness in this world. And it comes from the all of us, the best and the worst, and it comes at any time. I don't care about myself all that much, 
but I care that the world stays positive, that we as a race respect each other, help each other, and love each other every day. I don't want my good deeds to be attached to my name because in my mind, I am nothing. It is better people believe a random stranger helped them than a man with an actual face and an actual name. I do this because I hate myself. I do this because I do not concern myself with my own lot in life. In essence, my demon has consumed me internally, so I prefer to focus my energy, time, and resources externally. I want to make others happy, make them smile, and make them laugh. I care little about what I have to sacrifice to do so. I apologize if it all sounds a bit dramatic, but it's rather difficult to put these feelings into words. I carry my demon willingly because it allows me to make the world a better place for others. I do not know how to find happiness for myself, and when I try, I usually struggle and fail. I have learned that my lot in life is to devote myself to others. That, in summary, is how I find happiness with my demon. I do not wish to slay it, just to learn to live with it until I no longer am able to make those around me happy, and I'm confident that that day is very, very far away. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's totally... I, I couldn't have gotten through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, his words... When we, this, this actually came to us before we even did episode one. We got this. And, you know, I, I can't... I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine it. It's, it's because I'm not, I, I'm not in that place. And so, you know, I, I just, all I want to do is see him and hug him, you know, <laughs> right? so that he can, you know, t- with the hopes that he can feel that there is love to be received as someone who deserves it because he does, everyone does. It's hard. It's very hard. And, you know, I know, Josh, this is hard for you because you love, you know, I mean, you've known Josh for a long time. Um, and this is this was probably something you didn't know about him. Well, uh, sorry, I'm just I'm still trying to collect it's okay. myself. It's um, OK. Yeah, Josh. Um, he's so important to me. <laughs> this is some awesome podcasting that's happening right now. <laughs> No, You're it's fine. real podcasting. You're fine. <laughs> um, he helped me through um, some really, really, really dark, bad times. Um, I went through some things before I was... <clears throat> sorry. Before I was lucky enough to find Matt, I went through a really rough year. Yeah. And so I did know... Um, I knew some of this. I knew, um, I guess I knew about the attempt, but I didn't know um, how he felt or how he thought of himself because he didn't share that with me. Mm-hmm. Which, considering the um, the mental and emotional state that I was in at the time, um, again, he's just thinking about others, <laughs> which is yeah. so selfless, <laughs> considering this is what's going on. <clears throat> On a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And what he's saying in his letter is that basically keeps him alive. You know, to to be able to stay alive and to move forward a step at a time every day, he selflessly gives of himself. And he does. He's done it for he's, me. He's done it for you. 
Um, you know, there is nothing in expectation in return. He's just, he's just, it, it's completely selfless, but I, I just, it, it pains me so deeply to know that that's how he feels about himself. And it shows a lot of character, I think, to be able to find happiness carrying this kind of uh, a weight, I guess. <laughs> I think a lot of people, excuse me, sorry. I think a lot of people would be uh, really consumed by something like this. And so to be able to move on and to help others and to find happiness well thinking these things and knowing these things. And it's not like this is something he's been dealing with for six months. This is something he's been dealing with for 15 years. And, and that's a, mm -hmm. that's a really, really, really long time. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, but you know, and so I guess my thought on this, and this is just my own belief and my belief system is that we all have a journey to take in this life and we're all here to learn something. And for Josh, um, perhaps his journey is to learn selflessness, is to learn how to become someone who expects nothing and gives everything. And, you know, I will say this, I don't know what that feels like. I don't know what that feels like. I can, I do a lot of things that I want, but I get something out of it. You know, I get the happiness of knowing that I've helped someone or that I've spoken to someone and, and they felt better. There's something that comes back to me and I feel the emotion. I don't know what that feels like to just, you know, not have that come to, to feel anything. You okay, Josh? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I just had to, yeah. I had to mute and sniff and <laughs> yeah. fan a little. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this isn't something that we can, that we can fix or we can even come close to diagnosing or anything. Um, the only thing that I can say is that Josh has found, he is one of the most kind and, and, and generous people that I have ever met. And I've only known him very short amount of time. Jocelyn knows him much better and, you know, there is love for him, for people that are in this community, a lot of love. Well, and I think that it speaks a lot to the community that he felt that he could share. Mm -hmm. um, Very and much so. I am, I am so happy that he chose me <laughs> and my community with which to kind of open himself up because I'm not doing this again. <clears throat> it's there's okay a, if you there's do. A lot, there's a lot of support and a lot of very wonderful people in this community. And so I am, I am so happy and so proud to have him as a part of it as well. Yeah. And it, it speaks a lot to his courage to be able to say it out loud and share it in a discord chat for all yeah. those things too, <laughs> you know, for people to have, um, you know, it's, it's just, that was like a, a catharsis, just letting it out. Well, and, and it's um, so much easier to do. As you can see, it's, it's very difficult to talk about some of these things. And, and it's hard to get the story out. And it's hard to get the words out there. If you're typing it, it makes it so much easier. <laughs> I, I have yeah. a lot of things that I could probably say and stories that I could probably tell that I, I wouldn't be able to get through out loud. But putting them down in writing, and, and there, are, there are a couple of, of 
kind of stories and, and things that I, I've talked about in Discord that are things that I have never spoken about out loud because I just, I can't. Like, you, you process and you push things down and to actually say them out loud is it's just impossible but to to type them out it's it's somehow different it's it's getting it out while still keeping yourself together if that makes sense yeah and i don't and, just and mean the fear in a, of judgment a, i'm falling apart i'm crying kind of way i just mean in a in a, keeping yourself together in a in a mental state kind of a way <laughs> well and there's a tremendous fear of judgment and being being rejected because of that that information that you share you know, people are going to think I'm broken. People are going to think that I'm uh, scary and unapproachable or um, he's just a ticking time bomb. And he's saying, I'm not. I'm okay. But this is the life that I live. And I'm sharing that with you because I trust you. And that's huge. That's tremendous. And this happened before we even did our first episode of the show. <laughs> I think and that speaks a little bit to um, people wanting and needing an open, honest conversation and a little bit of an outlet, I think. Well, we want to be that for ourselves, for you, for, um, for everyone, you know, and to let you know that it is okay to talk about the, the stuff that makes us weird and the stuff that <laughs> makes us who we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, this is important stuff. And it makes, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's tremendous growth that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to put you on the spot or anything, but I want to make sure that people know that I'm not just skipping over you, but nevermore. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> I was just, you guys were doing good reading it and everything. And I didn't want to jump in there and like tramp all over that. Um, <laughs> Josh is an amazing person and I'm glad that he chose to share his story with us and not so much that like we needed to know it or that he needed to tell us. Um, but the fact that we know now, like that he can open up to us in that way. Like, I just want to go play games with him and be like, to let him know that we're here, you know? I mean, I know he says he doesn't need thanks and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I don't know. I just, I want to go play games and be like, (laughs) We, we love you. You're awesome. Let's exactly. play Don't Starve Together and you can pop my balloons. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but there's uh, quite a lot of love for Josh up here. That's for sure. That's up in just, here? I wanna... up in, did I just say that? Up in here. <laughs> up in here. <laughs> I just want to be able to rally around like friends and community members and stuff, you know, when they're having a hard time because not everybody has this yes. to let it out and, you know. So thank you. And I think, I mean, one of the things that he does actually mention in his story is saying he was saved by a friend who just wanted to see how his day was going. And I think that's really important. I think it's it's easy to um, get a little bit disconnected and and not everyone is uh, lucky enough to have a community or have a group of friends that they can share openly with. So I feel like just um, making sure that you keep yourself connected to the people. And I'm so, so guilty of this but keep yourself connected to the people in your life that really matter. Like, I mean, I need to call my mother. I haven't called her in two weeks and she's freaking out. And I just like, Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. But you never know when just taking that time might have an incredible impact on someone's life. So I think just, just make well, sure we're that programmed though, as a society, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Instant answer yeah. done. They don't really want to know 
how you're feeling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you get that as a normal everyday thing. And you just need people who like are genuinely asking you. Mm -hmm. And it's okay for you to like break down and sob and ugly (laughs) cry. Like you just need that. Are we done once tonight? (laughs) Can we not do that again today? (laughs) So I just, I, I think in that, the way the society is, I think it's just horrible how, that's how we react to it. And I mean, granted, like if you're in the drive through, you know, you're not going to tell somebody, you know, so-and-so and your family died or whatever, but you know, somebody close where you can, you know, reach out to people and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. there are people around you who want to be there for you. Yeah. And I think, and that kind of comes back to the, the, it goes both ways. People need to ask, but people also need to share. So yeah. yeah. Which I know, I, I mean, obviously, again, like we we are very lucky because we have we have people that we can talk to and people we can share with. Like I know, um, well, when I, Jocelyn gives me a damn turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love you. I know, and I'm never gonna let that down. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, on that note, Josh, thank you so much for writing in and sharing your story. You guys out there can send your demons to demonspodcast at gmail.com. We will be sharing one of these uh, longer, more in-depth listener stories once a month, as I mentioned off the top of the show. So if you would like to share, you can go to demonspodcast at gmail.com or also share it over on the Discord like Josh did, which is discord.gg slash jossplays. That's J-O-C-E plays. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. We are at demonspodcast. Jules, where can folks find you when you are not slaying your demons? When I am not slaying my demons, you can find me on Twitter, probably posting pictures of my cats at Jules RPG. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can hear my other show at it's a Torin Think, Think Tank, which is on Thursdays at eight o'clock central. Um, we are known as the Dear Abby of Blizzard podcasts, and uh, been really good shows lately. Just really cool um, overall topics. So. Check us out. If you like this kind of thing, we do something similar to it on Torrent Think Tank, but more of a gaming focus. Wonderful. And Nevermore, where can folks find you and all of your geeky fun things? You can find me on Twitter at Quoted Nevermore. And I am also on Etsy at geekasylum.etsy.com. Excellent. Thank you guys so much for joining me. You can find me, Jocelyn. I am on Twitter and Twitch at Joss Plays. And you can find episodes of this show at jossplays.com. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week. That was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I know. Achievement unlocked. Two of us have cried on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you have the ability, though, of being a wonderful, beautiful, can still speak crier. <laughs> I, unfortunately, when I cry, <laughs> can't get a Uh-oh. fucking word out of my fucking face. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I mean, I it, there's a lot there's a tremendous amount of emotion in that email so yeah um 
We're done. I, I feel like I could have gotten through it better had it not been from Josh. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Did you see that they have um, like an Overwatch Amazon shirt store of all the sprays? Yep. They're going to make so much money oh from god. that. I know. So much money. Oh my god, they have a Rainer spray that says GLHF. I need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want any of like the Overwatch ones, but I'm like, wait a minute, there are sprays from other games. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I have too many video game boyfriends, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fickle. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, I love Reinhardt. Oh no, wait, I love Rainer. Oh, I well, love Matt's them all. Matt's girlfriend is Rocket League, so don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> Go play with Actually, your one ball. I think it's. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Stop me mid sentence. <laughs> so my gotta, healer is at the same spot, so I think we should play together. Because I have to Josh get my healer. To play with me. Jules, I do. <laughs> Nertacular. Yes. 2017. Yes. We need to take a picture where we both bite Jocelyn's boob on the Canadian <laughs> maple leaf. You got a deal. You got a deal. We've got the one side. Now we have to cover the other yeah. side with the, you know. It needs to be balanced. I have Black a gray. more sized hole in my boob right now. <laughs> That picture was one of the funniest things I had ever seen because Jocelyn was like, boobs out! <laughs> it was great. Good memories. Good yeah, memories. chat room right now Which... is like, wait, what? <laughs> Anyone who hasn't seen the picture, like that, it, there's a shirt on, okay? My boobs don't just have maple leaves. <laughs> we were sitting at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's going to be something that I can't unthink of. <laughs> Jocelyn suddenly gets maple leaf shaped pasties in the mail. I bet you can find those on Etsy. I bet you can. Of course you can. I bet, I bet you can, but remember what happened the last time you searched for something? I ended up hey, with unicorn butt plugs. <laughs> well, I didn't end up with them. They didn't come to my house. Just uh, I searched for unicorn butt. <laughs> Oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done.